You're listening to Iran's Weekly Wire. I'm Roland Elliott-Brown. Six years ago, millions of Iranians filled the streets in spectacular protests that caught the whole world by surprise. The protests began over claims that the incumbent president, Mahmoud Ahmadinejad, had stolen Iran's 2009 election. Most of the protesters wore green, which was the campaign color of Ahmadinejad's more liberal rival, Mir Hossein Mousavi. They shouted the slogan, Where is my vote? But soon, protesters started challenging the very legitimacy of Iran's political system. They called Iran's supreme leader, Ali Khamenei, a dictator. The situation looked like it could turn into a revolution. But instead, Iran's security forces cracked down hard, and the Green Movement died. So what do Iranians think about the Green Movement now? Earlier this month, IranWire asked IPOS, a Virginia-based polling service, to talk to people across Iran. They called 1,048 Iranian adults across the country. Their responses were surprising. A clear majority, 59%, said there had been no fraud in the 2009 election. Only 19% said the government had rigged the elections. Just 31% of respondents knew that the movement's leaders are still locked up. Both Mir Hossein Mousavi and another presidential candidate, Mehdi Karoubi, have been under house arrest since 2011. So how is it possible that popular passions and political memory have faded so quickly? I asked Ali Ansari, professor of Iranian studies at the University of St. Andrews, what he thought of those findings. Now, I think the, the second result is more illuminating than in some ways the first, because it shows how much over the last five to six years how effective the management of news has been within Iran. I mean, it is quite remarkable. You know, below 50% or below 40% even know that Mousavi and Karubi are under house arrest. Um, I think if we'd done this poll maybe two, three years ago, the, the results may have been significantly different. But it's, it's really a consequence of the fact that if you pump out a certain narrative and give yourself long enough, I mean, people are focused on other things. Uh, and it certainly probably does reflect to some extent the, uh, the ability for, of the government to control its message. Iran's control of domestic media may help explain why memories have faded. But more significant is that the government has regained control of the whole political process. At the height of the protest six years ago, it was almost impossible to imagine Iranians turning out to vote again in the same political system. Iran's elections are indirectly managed by Supreme Leader Ali Khamenei, the same man the protesters called dictator. And yet in 2013, they did vote. They elected President Hassan Rouhani. Rouhani has saved Iran's political system. Here's Ali Alfane from the Foundation for Defense of Democracies. His emergence is a sign of the regime trying to correct the imbalances within the system. Mr. Rouhani uh, is the symbol of the regime trying to restore public confidence in the uh, ability of the regime to correct itself. The regime has actually managed uh, to uh, restore public confidence in uh, uh, the ballot being the only uh, way of changing the system in Iran rather than street protests. And, and I have to say, this is a huge victory for an undemocratic government like that of Iran. In the short term, at least, it seems unlikely that there will be more large protests in Iran. According to the IPOS poll, Iranians are now deeply divided on the subject of street protests. 
Only 39% of respondents said they approved of them. 40% opposed them. In 2009, security forces beat thousands of protesters and arrested hundreds. Some were tortured in prison. A few, like Neda Aga Sultan, were shot dead by snipers. But snipers aside, only 35% of those polled said they opposed the police response. 40% said it was justified. So why have Iranians chosen Rouhani? He's not a liberal like Musavi, and he's not offering any of the major reforms Musavi's supporters expected. One reason might be that Iranians are just not as liberal as outsiders like to imagine in 2009. Another reason could be that the Green Movement itself was deeply flawed. Here's Ali Alfane. It was clear to me that the uh, Green Movement had several problems. They were mobilizing the upper uh, middle-class Iranians in major population centers, people who were interested in politics and demanded political freedom. But they did not appeal to the economically disadvantaged classes in Iran. That was the first weakness. Second weakness was that there was a division between the leadership of the Green Movement and the members of the Green Movement, uh, meaning that the leadership, Mr. Karoubi and Mr. Moussavi, they genuinely wanted to correct the system, the, uh, the political system, within the framework of the Constitution, while many of their supporters actually were revolutionaries. They did not want to reform anything. They wanted to get rid of it. And uh, third, uh, the regime had the capability, and even more importantly, the intention, the will to suppress the Green Movement and survive. And Iranians also saw what happened after the so-called Arab Spring. Here's Ali Ansari. There is also probably a, a, um, an awareness that in many of the sort of the Arab Spring has turned very sour. It hasn't certainly been as successful as, as they may have hoped if we were thinking two, three years ago, that maybe they got a lucky escape. You know, from their point of view, they're sort of thinking perhaps it was better we didn't push it too far. I think if one of these Arab Springs had actually proved to be very successful, say in Egypt or further afield, or certainly in Syria or other places, then, you know, the lessons drawn about the Iranian experience would have been quite different. And many Iranians who are struggling under heavy sanctions over Iran's nuclear program are hoping Rouhani can ease their troubles. In that regard, at least he's better than Ahmadinejad. I do believe that the uh, majority of, of Iranians today, you know, the most important issue for them is the nuclear negotiations and ability of the regime to uh, reach peace with the world. Uh, they believe that uh, a, uh, some some degree of agreement, uh, a nuclear agreement with, with, with the U.S., hopefully would stimulate business life in Iran uh, and also help their economy and hopefully also uh, lead to lesser degree of, of repression. So there is some degree of cautious optimism. Not that everyone's on board. The poll also revealed stark divisions in the way Iranians see recent history. While 89% of respondents said they voted in 2009, there was little agreement about what happened afterward. While 28% of the respondents called the protests the Green Movement, which implies their sympathy, Another 28% denounced the protests as sedition. I asked Ali Ansari if Iran is more politically divided now than it was before 2009. 
I think that's probably certainly true. I mean, I, I think when you go through a period, and you have to remember also now, the country's under immense pressure um, economically and because of obviously the sanctions and the international situation. I think there's a sense that whereas people may have been more willing to provide opposition previously, now they're, they're less comfortable with the idea. So there, there may have been a case where people who, you know, having second thoughts about things and moving in different directions are, are basically either towing the government line or, 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 or undecided. I think all these things, you know, because of what's happened, I and mean, we're talking about, what, uh, six years, effectively, uh, lots of things have happened, um, memories fade, but also there's probably a degree of anxiety in Iranian society that is being expressed through these polls. And there was a lot of hedging in the poll, too. On many big questions about the rights and wrongs of the Green Movement, people said they just didn't know the answer. Ali Alfane has a theory about that. I genuinely believe that it also has to do uh, with the police society nature of, of the regime in, in, in Tehran uh, and awareness of the people of, of uh, the repressive machinery of, of, of the state. Uh, they uh, prefer to say, I don't know, so they are not overtly lying to themselves morally. It's more acceptable from their point of view. Uh, and uh, uh, it's the most cautious answer that you can give. And Alfane is skeptical about phone surveys because many Iranians fear being spied on. Iran, after all, is not a democratic country. And Iranian citizens are perfectly aware that they are being monitored by the intelligence services. How would they know that the person who is making a phone call to them to ask extremely sensitive political questions is not an employee of the Ministry of Intelligence or the intelligence organization of the Revolutionary Guards? Their entire career, their access to a university education, their entire life would be dependent on the answers they give to a complete stranger on the phone. That's an important point, but I also spoke to Ali Harischi of IPOS, the group that conducted the poll. He says good polling can correct for that. We don't believe that that's a case of fear in anyone's answering any calls. We understand and we are well aware of these issues. However, uh, our team has experienced this for the last 20 years that they are involved in public opinion polling in Iran. So there are methods that we use to reduce the effect of fear based on the good training that we provide to our pollsters. They can uh, create the trust relationship between the interviewer and interviewer, and then uh, we get those answers. We can eliminate those answers that we thought uh, it's a lie or it's not true. Still, we cannot say 100% everyone provided a correct answer, but statistically we reached to a very reasonable answer as we provided in that uh, report. But while the poll may suggest that most people have given up on the Green Movement, many still implicitly supported it. And the government is clearly not controlling the whole narrative. Their line on the Green Movement is that it was guided by foreigners. But only 6% of respondents believe that. And while most people seem not to know the fate of the movement's leaders, only 6% agreed with the government's policy of detaining them without trial. So what is the Green Movement's legacy? Here's Ali Harischi from IPOS. It's based on the polls that we, we viewed 
be understand. 20% to 40% of people, they know and they are one way or another dissatisfied with the whole situation. It is a huge number. It is about 35, 40 million people. Still, the government is failed to address the situation and solve the issue. And here's Ali Alfane. I think the most important legacy is that Iranians discovered that it is possible, even in a uh, powerful and repressive regime as Iran's, uh, to surprise the ruling elite, uh, to supply the security services, to engage in mass protests which uh, shake the country uh, completely. The optimistic viewpoint is that it was at all possible to, to have such disturbances. So I think that is a very, very important lesson. And the Green Movement now may be dead, but there are many Green Movements uh, which uh, future developments may bring about. So what are the hopes for Iran's reformers now? IranWire is always covering small protests and brave Iranians who stand up for their principles. Many Iranians are still optimistic about Rouhani's diplomacy with the West. There will probably never be a repeat of 2009, but ambition and idealism may yet bear fruit. That's all from Iran's Weekly Wire. If you want to find out more about this story, join us on Twitter or Facebook, or visit iranwire.com.